Hello viewer friends, and welcome to this, the final Maps UK recap of season 6. <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. Come here, do you think that the supposed technical difficulties of Thursday night were actually a deliberate ploy by E4 to increase their viewing figures? Like everyone tuned in for the finale, only to be shown 20 minutes of the previous night's episode, and a picture of Josh tauntingly wagging his finger. How do I know this? Because I, like everyone else, was so eager to find out how many insults Morag would sneak into her vows that I was afraid to switch off in case I missed something. And I stayed that way for the whole hour. Because I have invested too much time in this show at this point not to see the last episode. I know many of you did too, viewer friends, because Twitter told me. So, E4 got the finale level viewing figures on Thursday, even though there was no new episode and then got them presumably for Friday too. Like if it was deliberate, which seems even more plausible when you consider that the episode didn't air, but some of the sponsor ads still played, then it was a cynical move. If not, then it was the third serious technical fault that E4 has had in the past few weeks. Either way, someone needs to take E4 somewhere quiet and ask if everything is okay at home. On to the action proper. We pick up right where we left off, with Amy reading aloud vows which make it sound like she's going to say leave, when we all know she bloody loves Josh. She finishes off by telling Josh that just when she was ready to use a bundle of sage to burn this whole relationship down, he stepped up and started reciprocating her effort. We've had our ups and downs, but like a heart monitor, if you don't have any of those ups and downs, you're not living, she says. She says their real journey is just beginning. But let's not cut any corners, because love's just around one of them. Josh likes this last part, and he laughs. Now it's time for his vows. Will Amy be laughing by the end of this? There are points during the speech when Amy's face creases in anger, and during a particularly long section where Josh basically recounts her many failings, her unexpected outbursts and selfish moments, she looks like she's trying to take off her ring. I think there's a potential roadblock in front of us, he says, as the background music reaches a dramatic crescendo. Of course, there's a but. But, despite the difficulties, but despite the difficulties we faced, I can truly see why we were matched. You're an incredible woman, and you've brought positive things out in me that I never knew existed. So, Amy, thank you for teaching me how long a piece of string is, he says, reaching into his pocket and pulling out a piece of string which he delicately ties around her wrist. We'd be crazy not to continue on the outside, he says. Amy agrees and the pair kiss and leave the garden hand in hand. This is the couple I was certain would be gone after a week. Shows what I know, I guess. Back at the Maths apartment block, we see Luke and Taya packing in their respective apartments and we hear that they'll be heading home for a week of introspection and familial advice ahead of the final vows. Luke and Morag hug and kiss in a way that makes it clear what their answers are going to be later on. So do Taya and Adam. There's really zero dramatic tension left in either of these relationships. Like, it's clear that we're supposed to be concerned that either couple might change their minds after spending some time apart, but come on! Like, if Luke is still interested in Morag after her telling him he's not a man, or that she needs a skin full of Chardonnay before she gets busy with him, or after getting mauled by all of her mates, then it's not going to change, like after a week back in Ponticloon. While he's there, his mother tells him that she's not convinced that Morag is the one for him and she's worried that, you know, Morag won't be arsed to handle a long distance thing. 
Isn't it funny that no one has mentioned the distance between Wales and Romford, which is about a four-hour drive, as being a potential stumbling block for the couple, even though it's obviously going to be a big one? During Matt and Dan's time in the experiment, the long distance between their homes was mentioned constantly because it was literally the only problem they had in their relationship, like for reference at the seven-hour drive, plus a ferry, from Leeds to Antrim. Morgan Luke's relationship is so beset with issues that they didn't even have time to mention this long-distance aspect, which doesn't exactly bode well for them long-term. There's an ad break, and when we come back, we learn that the episode contains product placement. When you watch on the all-four player, every episode displays this message. The first time product placement was mentioned on the live show was on Thursday, when we didn't even get a bloody show. And now on this episode, how did E4 get away with not putting the product placement ad before every show? Like, remember the episode where Luke did the striptease for Morag and she shouted at Alexa to play Freak Me Baby by another level? That was blatant Amazon advertising. And another level advertising. Well, there was no mention of it being product placement. E4 are really all over the place lately. Anyway, the product placement in question is Morag once again being the Meryl Streep to Alexis Anne Hathaway, ordering her digital assistant to show her pictures of her wedding day. She tells the camera that she hopes the weeks away from Luke will make her appreciate him more. She meets her mother and immediately embraces the little the mother's tiny little sleepy dog, which is really funny because during Luke's chat with his mother, he is cradling her tiny little dog like a baby for the whole time. Morag's no-nonsense mother tells Morag that Luke needs to tell her off now and then, and Morag agrees. She tells her mother that she's scared to break Luke's heart. You must love him in your own way, offers Ma Cheryl. I don't know, says Morag. I can really see you with him, Ma says, but I don't think you can see it yourself. Morag agrees. Mum, what am I going to do? She exclaims. Elsewhere, we see Adam enjoying the bachelor life once more. Working out topless, sitting on the balcony topless, ironing topless, etc. We see him writing his final vows and see that his handwriting is very cute. Meanwhile, Taya is back in Hertfordshire having a cup in the garden with her mother. Her mother cautions her against impulsiveness, hinting that in the past this hasn't worked out too well for her. Taya tells her mother that she has no doubt that Adam is the person she wants to spend the rest of her life with. He's just the best person ever, she says. Her mother smiles warmly at this. Talk about transformations. Taya's mother is now totally team Adam. I don't know what kind of questions the camera crew ask Taya, but she tells them that she's actually a bit worried about what Adam will say, and she starts tearing up. Imagine if he's like, you're not for me. Oh, Taya, you know what Adam's going to say, yeah. She's also worried that he might want to play the field. But on this point, I think she's safe. If he's really slept with the 700 plus women he claimed to at the boy then he already done completed single life, if you know what I'm saying. There's another ad break. The nerve of E4 showing so many blasted ads after last night's debacle. And when we return, it's time for the final bow down. For real this time. We see Morag and Luke separately heading to the designated renewal spot. The couple's voiceovers repeat the same sentiments that they have expressed so many times at this point. I won't waste time summarising them here. Luke goes first. It's the usual stuff. We've had ups and downs, etc. And it ends with him telling her that the decision has been one of the hardest he's ever had to make. 
So often I felt like this was, that I was putting your happiness before my own. But the fact is, Morag, I realise that's what love is. Oh, I may not be the man you wanted when we met on our wedding day, but you really need to know that I am the man you deserve. Morag beams during this part of the speech. That was really lovely and very gentle, she says. Now it's her turn. She goes through the vagaries of their courtship and their differences. I'm loud, you're quiet, I'm bold, you're timid. Although on that point, I think she's confusing quiet with timid. I didn't think you were the man for me, she says. I signed up for a ready-made man, not a project. She apologises to Luke for her inability to let him in earlier and once again voices her concerns that if she commits to him now, they might just be postponing the heartbreak until a later stage. Luke, she says, taking a deep breath. Palmers. No, she she doesn't say Palmers, but another flipping ad comes on with the Palmers lotion clip of a woman moisturising her legs. The bloody gumption of E4 showing, like it thrown in an ad mid-sentence. Luke, sigh. That's not what I wanted. I want you in my life, in my past, my present and future. If we can survive this, we can survive anything, Morag says when the ads come back. I want to give this my all, and if you do too, then let's start by celebrating with a nice glass of wine. Not that I need one anymore, she laughs, giving Luke a saucy glance. Nicely done. You had me going there, says Luke, as the couple's embrace. The couple embraces. Sipping wine in front of the camera, Morag tells the crew that she is so grateful to have gotten Luke as a husband. Me and Morag are absolute proof that this experiment can work, says Luke. And with that, we are on to the final couple. We see footage of Adam ironing topless. Lol, someone please make a sexy Maths UK calendar made entirely of images of Adam ironing topless. As Taya's voiceover once more expresses her worries about the time apart. Adam's suit is like a Conor McGregor looking number, while Taya's outfit looks to be a crocheted bodysuit with detachable sleeves. They recite their vows in a beautiful garden as a nearby fountain tinkles gently. Taya starts and there's no recitation of all the ups and downs they've suffered because, you know, their time in this experiment has been a non-stop high, like a six-week drug binge. As such, it's just endless compliments. You are the kindest, most caring person I've ever met. You help me be the best version of myself and you help me feel at peace, she says. Adam, I love you and I can't wait to spend the rest of our lives together, she finishes. Now it's time for Adam's vows. Antigua will always hold a special place in my heart. It is the place where I fell in love for the first and last time, he says. Suddenly the tense background music starts and Adam says, Recently, I started to feel that something was missing. It's been eating away at me and I didn't know the right time to bring it up. That time is today. I want to give you... He pauses to clear his throat as he starts getting a bit choked up. I want to give you that one thing that has been missing, he says smiling and sort of swaying side to side nervously. Taya, I've truly fallen madly in love with you. I can't imagine my life without you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you building a family and a future. With that, he reaches into his pocket, pulls out a ring box and gets down on one knee. Taya, and probably a few audience members too, start sobbing. Taya, will you marry me? asks Adam, with tears in his eyes and a big smile on his face. You being serious? she asks. He nods and she grabs him and says, of course I will. They cry and kiss and warm the hearts of the viewing public.
It's been the perfect end to the perfect fairy tale, Taya tells the camera. And that, viewer friends, is that for Maths Season 6. Well, almost. We see a clip for the reunion show with all the old faces, like Jordan and Nikita. And we see that at least two of our couples, Amy and Josh and Morgan and Luke, are sitting very far apart on the reunion post-mortem couch indeed. Oh, see you then, viewer friends. Let me hear your thoughts. Get in touch with us on Twitter at Adventures in TV too, or you can email me on Adventures in TV TV spelled T E E V E E at gmail.com. And you can find us in all the other places: Instagram, Facebook, and everything at Be Unkind Rewind. See you then, viewer friends. <laughs>